0: Oh, I was pressing the wrong audio button. Yo, <laughs> welcome everybody to Chunk Guest episode number 42. Johnny lied to you, he said 43, but it's actually 42. We're here with our special guest, Sunless Khan, and he is... Yeah, my camera isn't. Funny. And he is also, in case you guys don't know, the owner... He also has a YouTube channel, but the owner of Rule 1, the Amina organization, the Rocket League esports organization. And first and foremost, congratulations to... Uh, Sorry, i'm just fixing my camera so congrats, yeah, congratulations really to you and uh, you know the rest of the rule one squad for actually qualifying for the most recent major thank you that was uh yeah a long time
1: coming a little bit of a struggle but honestly i'm it's actually crazy how fast it happened it's amazing like we're here we're number one in mina
0: we number one. We did it. I believe. We it. <laughs> it. I was wanna say uh,
2: Johnny didn't believe it all, So I'm, I'm going to come out there. What? I did believe. He I, says, said he's it a on, I said he says it says, on a wow. very small podcast. He says Falcons are always going to do it. They're always going to be the ones. <laughs> Even when <laughs> rule one looked better, it's always going to be Falcons. And I said no. They'll be changed. That's not, not what I said. This, yep. is,
3: this is nonsense. I said I, I, I've I got uh, evidence <laughs> on First Touch. They asked me who was Get him. I said real one. But the reason is because they were already winning in like uh what was that? Side of E League? That's why I was yeah. like, leaning a bit rule one because of that. So
1: Yeah. No, nah, we, we
3: definitely we flip flopped all year long. I started off Rule One, then I was Falcons, then I was you know back to rule one at the end. Um but yeah. Now you know you've done it, so that's the main thing. I think yeah. it's good for the good for the region. Uh do you think it it's is. good for the region that you get to get some land experience before worlds?
1: For the region? I mean there's only one, so it's like I think it gives hope to the rest of the region that like, you know, you can have your your time. Um, cuz honestly, uh that other team um did pretty well. They can twisted minds. They were yeah, uh, great competitors to really, us. Really, really good. Yeah. So, and then and then, you know, they have some uh there's like three or four other teams that are kind of on the brink. So, I guess in that sense, it's good for the region, but really, I mean, more spots would be great. But I don't know how Honestly, I don't know how you do that, though. Like I feel even bad asking that question sometimes. There is one Any way you thoughts? can get
3: more spots for Worlds. So that is, I think the one get fourth place uh, at the Spring Major. I think that gets um, another spot oh, for Mina at I think the it's World Cup. Probably, spot? probably, yeah. Because at that point, the number one team from Mina for the whole season, which I think is probably still Falcons, because they made two majors, and then uh, you guys made just the one um so they i think they would just go straight to oh no wait you guys are really close to them actually i'm just looking at the signings really eight points behind that's insane yeah
1: because we were so close every time we didn't go like we were always oh we we're always second <laughs> we we're always second basically
3: okay so you Pretty guys need to get time. eight more points which would mean making top eight so that would be enough all right so basically let me just revise what i said before if rule one get top four at the spring major not only would you guys probably qualify automatically to Worlds without having to play Wildcard, but Twisted Minds would get to go to Wildcard as well as Falcons.
1: Wow! I yeah, think we're gonna that's, have the... that's
3: roughly where the break is. Roughly what the target is. Depending on how other regions go, it might be higher, it might be lower, but you can you
1: never know. This this. Wow. Thing. Yeah, so, the yeah, whole, whole regions counting on us. Yeah. Yes.
0: So I, I have a question. You know, we we know Johnny's a plastic here, and I want to know Sunless <laughs> yeah. from your perspective. How well like you said if you get a top four, you can just qualify straight to worlds. How well do you think Ruan one is gonna perform at this uh, at the major?
1: That is such what, a what good are they, question. What are they capable of? I don't know. I have no idea. Because <laughs> I they I'd never played at one. I know. Yeah. We have nothing to base off it on. But one thing that Civic did that was so smart uh, and awesome of him is he had the boys flown out for Rotterdam, even though they didn't make it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that's in Civic level things that you can do for your team. You know, I understand that not everyone could do that, but the fact that he did that was honestly crazy. So these boys they, have at least been play, to a land. Was it purely they, for they
3: played practice? E League though, right? As well. So that's yeah, a
1: yeah. They have land. Yeah, they have land experience, but like RLCS, you know, it's a little different. I think even than like Saudi leagues, because even in that, they were kind of were they on stage for that? Almost everything I saw was like. There was kind of like a separate room. I, I, the last I think the last
0: part was Sage. Last part. I think it's like, you know, playing at an RCS. Yeah, it's definitely different than like a local. Even if, you know, even, even if they have yeah. to go some ways to get to the local, you know, it's still like, yeah. it's, it's very close to home and all that. But yeah. they did,
3: they beat Vulcans twice in that local yeah. land. So I think not, when they're know, comfortable, a good team.
1: Yeah. When they're comfortable like that, they're insane. Like they can really go far. So I think it really depends on, uh, how they're feeling that day. I mean, isn't that like so much of so much of rock? Yeah, it really like is, like yeah. it's like if they if they pop off, then yeah, I think top eight is very realistic. I think it's very realistic.
2: Mm-hmm. Does it feel rewarding for you? Like obviously a lot of investment into the scene. As it is it's pretty, pretty, I guess, unique to to enter a different, I guess a different market, different region, and uh make an org.
1: Yeah, no, it does feel rewarding because I do remember people saying, like, why did they get a Mina team? And, like, they should have got XYZ. But I don't know. It just felt like such a a great decision then. And now it feels, yeah, incredibly rewarding now that they've. I mean, our goal was just to, like, if you have an org, I feel like the goal is to, like, get them on stage at a major. That's just, like, that's the best thing. (laughs) So we saw this as a path. And a lot of people were like, "But the Falcons are in Mina. Like, how are they? Only have one spot. How are you gonna, <laughs> Why
3: would
0: you? Be, Adam, why I'm, even try? Things never change. <laughs> yeah. Why even try? Things I never saw change. Saw people That's
2: what, what Johnny was change. saying. I'm telling you. I didn't, I didn't say that. We we <laughs> flip flopped a lot over
3: here. We've been like on real one. Uh, I mean, a little bit. to be we fair, you were right. If,
1: if you were Falcons at the first half of this season, they have they have done they have outperformed. Now, we look now so it's smart, our time. Actually, we said rule one. I think
3: I'm pretty sure we said rule one before the season started, and then used 1-1 one, one regional at the start. And we were like, yep, yeah. we knew it. They were the best team. And then Falcons actually just leveled up. We were like, yeah, okay, never mind. We were wrong. <laughs> mm. um, but then, yeah, everybody was backing Falcons for winter. And I think spring, A lot of the, I think it's still most yeah. of people back over spring. Uh, and I was like, nah, rule one. But then I, I think I flipped again because you guys bought old regional two. I was like, ah, oh, well, then it's yeah. just chopped. <laughs> they they bad. it again. Regional two is just going to, It's gone really, really badly. So yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I can't say I'm like the, the most hardcore fan. I I keep flipping. Um, every time I see the news yeah. one time, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna lose again. So well,
1: when you back us, it'll feel more authentic. I'll just <laughs> know you're <the> always <laughs> no bias. But I have to give. I mean, most of the credit for the esports side of the org of running the org is in Civic. Like, I'm basically a puppet CEO on, in that department. So like. When you guys are like that, you know, I, I I really feel like I can't even take much credit because like in Civic, I mean, in Civic is a talent scout himself. Um, I did know about that team, but not enough. Like the KRN roster or what was it? Was it Karen? Who was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
3: Kaleers, West and West at the time. That was their name. Got, I, awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, he really was the one that saw the vision. Like he knew. He knew how. I mean, that's just how Rocket League is, right? It comes and goes. I think it's really easy to be short-sighted, actually, in a lot of things. Um, I think that's his business-like savvy side, like just knowing that, like, yes, right now there's one team in Mina, they dominate, they're the best team, but that's just—it's not always going to be like that. Like, you can look for those young players, and so he kept telling me he was like, "Oh no, these guys are going to—they're the future," and he was completely right. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: Well talk talk to us a little bit about like the business decision because I mean for the longest time for like all throughout your whole entire like Rocket League career, you were just doing content for the most part. So how did you end up like getting to the point where you're just like, Okay, I'm gonna make an esports org and how did it become a thing within civic as well?
1: Yeah. Honestly, I was really naive about what it would be like to run an org. Um I mean we're only like what <laughs> seven minute seven months in. Um and I'm, yeah, already I'm like, wow, I knew nothing back then. <laughs> it's like not even that long ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like the gamer fantasy, you know, it's just like, especially for a Rocket League fan and uh, for an RLCS fan like me, I just thought that would really, if I could sit down and think I'd already, you know, I hit a million subs and that was like one of my biggest goals and I had maintained as a content creator, but it's kind of hard if your goals are just to maintain. so. I was always like man that would be a really meaningful thing if i had a team in rlcs that i could support so really it was just that's what it was about it was like a, a dream back then but um i got to know in civic actually through johnny it was actually all johnny he's the mastermind yeah, was it wasn't
0: all, all, <laughs> yeah, all oh okay bad. don't give him that much credit come on he just feels uh, bad because yeah. to me earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah i swing back and forth uh
1: but yeah it was the sr actually even the idea for this video was johnny's idea. <laughs> The SRG documentary. It all goes back to that, and that wasn't even my idea. Johnny was like, "Hey, you should do. Uh, you should do a video on SRG." Um, it's because I'd seen on one them. of your
3: videos. I'd seen the well, probably multiple at that point of your documentary-style videos. They're all about moments, big moments, and how what the story behind one moment. Yeah, I was like, you know what, a cool moment would be to do a video on is that uh, Ahmad redirect and to make a story around this. And it just so happened to perfectly coincide, like when you were like, actually, yeah, I'm gonna do this. It perfectly coincided with Mina being added to RLCS, so it was was pretty ridiculous. Well, that's Um, what made me decide.
1: That's what made me decide because I I had sat on that idea for a while. You introduced me to Civic. Well, I'd known Civic from, you know, him doing InCivic things, but I didn't know him personally. And so you got us in a group DM and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Eight months pass. I do nothing with it. <laughs> I'm like, it's on my video list. And then they got added as a region to RLCS. And then I was like, oh, this could be the this could be the end of the video. It'll be like now they're in. And then I worked on it with InCivic. And honestly, that first interview with him, I was just blown away because I had never I don't think I'd ever heard his voice. So we did that interview for that video and he's just so epic. He, his personality, like I know it's kind of cliche to say epic, but that's like if I could think of one word to describe him as a person and his personality, it's epic. Like everything he says sounds like he's from a he's like in a movie. Like
0: he's just really
1: he's just boss. He he's a boss. He's an absolute movie. boss. He's the main character. He's the main True. character. So I was immediately like this guy is awesome. Uh he's great at interviews and like i just love everything he's saying um but beyond that i didn't really i wasn't he already had his org i wasn't like thinking about yeah i didn't know where that was gonna go um so yeah then when srg fell apart then i just dm'd him and i was like at that point i had uh i had like some loose ideas for like making an org i had an idea to like form it with a bunch of other creators uh, but that was seeming like kind of unrealistic. So then I just DM'd him, and then it went from there. He was into it. He wanted to make another another orc. He wasn't he wasn't like uh, too down from the the way SRG turned out. Like he was fine with just like starting again. He didn't care.
3: No, see, I think for in Civic with the uh, SRG, that was kind of like a mission to get our uh, like Middle East and our LCS. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like when, I'm pretty sure I talked to him about that. He, uh, yeah, he looks back fondly on like a mission success, successful because yeah. it worked. You know, it put Middle East on the map for Rocket League in a big way. Like yeah. without his support, it would have taken who knows how long uh, for that to happen. Because all of the like, I get too much credit. He doesn't get enough credit. I think because all these events that I hosted and I streamed with, um, you know, the Sandrock Gaming players and other teams from Middle East against European teams that they were all like his idea a lot of the time um you know I worked with him on those but like the the initial idea to you know to for him to say we should run a tournament that was his idea and he was like right, we should run a tournament we should put sandrock against uh EU teams we should do this again with all the game modes like this is these were all his ideas so it, like i I get way too much credit because I'm the person on the camera like explaining everything but he was behind the scenes making it all happen so yeah he's a goat and that like you know Sandrock gave me the fact it's no longer a thing in Rocket League uh, it doesn't mean that it was a failure it was definitely a success and like the fact the Middle East is in Rocket League that's kind of like the, the memory of Sandrock lives on through that uh, so yeah yeah. can <laughs> we, uh, we maybe Honestly,
0: I so. go back like a little bit and just like maybe for people who don't know who in Civic is like he's basically like a a Mina ambassador, I guess would be like the it's, best it, way to say who he is. He,
2: he's like a fragrance. He's an aura. You know, <laughs> he's he's not, an aura. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> he's a force. <laughs> it's a forceful aura. Uh,
3: I I mean I find out Ben Civic when I was doing a charity event. I think Sunless you played in it, Rizzo, I can't remember you, you might have played in it as well. Oh, the man's yeah, do you, did you play my Manscaped 2 tournament or did you say no, did you ego me, you might have egoed me. Oh, I, I, I do.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> bad, that really know. old. I do and... remember a Manscaped yeah, was, tournament some,
3: though. It was too
1: small <laughs> for Rizzo. <laughs> yeah,
3: that was back when like Musty had you know, 20, 30k, 50k subs or something. Yeah. yeah I was like, who's this guy, alright, let's get him in here. So we, yeah, I ran a Manscaped like, uh, tournament, it was like a charity tournament for Testicular Cancer Society and i i set like a 10k goal for it like ten thousand dollars i was like this is a bit ambitious got two weeks i don't know if this is going to work but it it went really well it was like at something like 5.5 5.8 um with the a week to go i was like right we're about halfway there but obviously with these things usually at the start the excitement of it is a bit bigger. So I was like, okay, I don't think we're going to make the goal. Whatever. That's still a lot of money. Testicular Cancer or Manscaped, you're going to match it. Give it all to Testicular Cancer Society. That's awesome. And then I just went live uh, to give an update on it. And then suddenly I realized it was full. Like the 10K is just finished. I was like, wait, what? How did that happen? And I just noticed that this dude in Civic had donated $500. It's been as many times as it took for the goal to be completed. <laughs> Who is this guy? That's so funny. <laughs> and that's <because>, civic. <laughs> yeah, they
0: probably capped out the donation limits and yeah, you just had that's to keep what I sending
3: out. them. Uh usually when that happens, whenever you, there's a big donation, i uh, like as a streamer you always reach out, you're like, Hey, are you good for this money? Like, you know, no pressure kind of vibes. But for this for for that, I don't even know can you get refunds for like these charity donation sites. So I was like, wow that must, that's legit. He's not gonna you can't charge that back because not like a PayPal donation. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's legit. Um but yeah, the the summary of that or the short like story of that is in civic sees things that he likes and he supports them. So he was like, This is this is a great uh you know initiative. I'm gonna support it. Yeah, very ultimately large man, just like you guys, the large man in the bottom there, the patron large men who are supporting uh Shit the, the the podcast. You're all
2: in your own way, little in civics. Large large <laughs> man, yeah, much a little in civics. Little in civ- <laughs> <laughs> it's great to hear though. He's actually, as you said, he's a great guy as well. He's not just a oh, he's yeah. not just a man with money, uh, he's and he's Ill. and he's a smart man as well. Jumping Very smart. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I never would have went, I, I wouldn't have went, like went into business with him um, if he wasn't like a cool guy. I mean, I don't know. We just hit it off right away. Like I just immediately liked him, and I knew if I could ever work with him, I definitely would. So. Yeah,
3: you know, super easy to work with. Somebody's done like a bunch of like worked with many TOs, many like, you know, people behind the scenes and events like he's the easiest guy to work with on uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I I had basically like
0: one interaction with him and it was like as we were trying to set up Turf Wars which was like the 1v1 land and like the way Sunless described him as epic is like honestly so perfect and this was right before you, you made your org so like I'm, I'm talking to him a little bit I'm like hey man like I, I really hate to do this but like this land event yada yada like and then I just asked him I was like hey can we get like funding for this and he goes oh I don't know like we're starting something big pretty soon and he like didn't tell me but like now I know he's talking about <laughs> rule one so we're starting something big really soon he's like how much do you need and I said it and it was dude it's a large amount right it's a big amount you're hosting a land event and he goes oh bro don't even worry about us no big deal and i was like i was like what do you what no big deal and that's that's literally just him like in a nutshell he's just he's literally just epic like that is the best way to describe him it was insane yeah it's
1: so cool like he, he has a big impact on the rocket league scene but he's like friends with a lot of different streamers and different communities it's actually funny i yeah. feel like we know like a sliver of what he actually does
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He's ah, awesome
2: guy. Without him, I feel like people. I think people don't realize how different the scene would be, literally, without him in it. So it's pretty. He's supported so many streamers awesome. yeah.
3: and content creators in the scene as well. It's not just tournaments. It's not just you know Middle East Rocker League. The, yeah. You know, not just Real One Sand Rock. There's so many streamers you go to the stream it'll be like you know gifted subs in civic he will be up there yeah. the <laughs> yeah. just like, he just likes to snipe
0: everybody's leaderboard He just like be like... number one everybody
3: but you know the craziest thing actually is like all of that stuff usually like uh you know whenever that happens it is something that does happen quite a lot in esports um there's always like an ad ad or like something attached to it but he's just like in civic you you can't buy like an in civic of anything it's just his name he doesn't like use <laughs> that like slot to put to push anything he's just like uh, yeah you know, that's the supporting thing. products he likes supporting yes. creators he likes um in 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 the esports space and in the content space and others as well without like you know the usual you know tagline or whatever and there's nothing wrong with like promoting a product that you're making like through adver- that's called yeah. advertising it's fine it's uh, normal unless uh, twitch have like you know their
1: rule 30% <laughs> of your 30% of your screen yeah uh so <laughs> let's we're measuring that let's get 30% of the area let's see i don't know if it's one it's one really three, real
3: they 3% what what happened okay twitch did something today
0: <laughs> basically, you guys know how when you watch, and we'll we'll try to stuff this up a little bit. But you, uh, the uh, tweet goes out today, and it's like Twitch's new uh, broadcast ad guidelines or whatever. Oh, so basically, sorry. like sponsored content. And they said, you can't have a logo that's bigger than 3% of your screen. So that, that was, yeah, 3%. So that was the first one. How do so I that, work that out? So that shotcast logo actually might be uh, too big. We might actually get shut down tonight. Uh, we might- uh, uh, it's definitely too big. Um, and then one of the other ones was that like you can't have audio ads and you can't have like banner ads, which is like whatever. But I think basically what they were trying to do is ban the solution and like the solution to what they caused. <laughs> and they also said, you know, when you watch an eSports broadcast like RLCS and you see like a Mobile One ad... You can't play those oh, yeah. ads. You can't play those ads that are like burnt into the stream. Oh, yeah, I just realized. Yeah, RLCS has tons of those. That's what they were saying. And so like mm. when we did turf wars, we played a control ad, uh which is like a meal supplement, um or sorry, meal replacement uh thing. And so, um we played an ad like that when we did turf wars, and so like, you know, it's how <laughs> a bunch of the events Basically, actually make their so money it's the is yeah. like pl- uh playing those commer selling and playing those commercial slots and like they just said you can't do this anymore and then so you know a couple hours later oh, they like oh. they backtracked a bit But all they said was that, like, we're sorry we worded it poorly. They didn't say this was a mistake. We didn't mean to say this. They just said we worded it poorly. They worded it poorly. I don't even think they're going to go back on it. I have no idea what's happening with it. They they just, they
2: basically want only the ads to be like their, you know, ones in the background. They don't want anything on an actual stream, is what I guess.
0: I don't know. That was my thought process. But again, it just doesn't make sense. Are we
3: completely banned because, in a way, this entire podcast is an ad for the Patreon? So we're actually. <laughs> the whole no, stream no. is an ad. <laughs> it's
0: it's not like ads are banned people people made it out to seem like you can't do sponsored posts. You can do like sponsored stuffs so like paid product placement in the back. You can say do an unboxing and say hey here's this thing you know all that stuff. Yeah. But you can't like I can't just play like a mobile one commercial right yeah. now.
1: The best example really is the Rocket League commercials. I mean there's like three yeah. or four commercials um, that yeah. run during those breaks and those
2: are baked into the broadcast.
3: That's why the breaks have to be so long is so they can get those ads
2: in there. Yeah, um, but, as but well like as all Twitch big ad. companies do that. So all like, you mm. know, TOs and stuff. So how are they just yeah, like abandoning <laughs> esports or? <laughs> Twitch announces they're abandoning esports with the new policy. It just Twitch. seems a bit questionable and there's
3: got to be Crazy. other like, yeah, there's got to be other sites that won't do that. So I don't know. did in the Call of Duty that League that as well
2: just like sign an exclusivity thing with YouTube? So did they know about so, it? Yeah.
1: I don't know if that was confirmed i think that was a a rumor okay i think it said they were set to or they're like about to
0: well if if we're talking didn't someone say like
1: oh wait that's not confirmed yet like i thought it was uh what's his name i think it was a dex
3: article yeah yeah yeah, it was like a leak Chat saying that it's not it was wrong it's a leaker don't yeah confirm, it wasn't it wasn't rumor. someone shot okay, it down it was oh, like
2: yeah. we have a meeting next week about this not confirmed not confirmed we'll I have, to, we'll have I...
3: to wait and see how that goes we'll have it, to wait if we're talking
0: uh, talking about twitch a little bit they did add two two other things apparently into like their into their tos they added so like if like first off twitch can remove your affiliate but also if you revoke your affiliate <laughs> you get charged 25 bucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> so imagine, that's, imagine just comic. that's just embarrassing imagine grinding huh? away at affiliate for six months you play 17,000 ads and you make 24.99 and then you get your affiliate revoked and you're minus one cent like what Wait. are you supposed to
3: do well, like, you know, people might be thinking like why would you do that though why would you revoke your affiliate what's the point oh but don't God. you have to do that if you want to stream elsewhere as an affiliate well, Also, stock, uh, speaking, of, speaking
0: affiliate? of streaming elsewhere so it's it's pretty common maybe not common knowledge but you can't stream on twitch and youtube at the same time and so that's a thing if you're a partner or an affiliate so if you're a partner for an affiliate you can't stream on twitch and like their main competitor which is i guess youtube and probably facebook you can't do that either or probably kick as well but they actually just moved that instead of just partner affiliate they moved it to their tos section so people like ninja who removed his sub button and removed his twitch affiliation kind of all together um Now it's in their TOS, so I don't. I don't know if he can stream on Twitch, like kind of at all, because he's going to stream on everything. He
2: does like Facebook, TikTok, like. So why? What? So he. But
1: why is he able to do that?
0: because he removed his he removed his partner and affiliate and so now it's it's in their tos so it's a site-wide thing applies to everyone yeah Yeah, so now he can't (laughs) he can't dual stream so i don't know if they just wanted to get back at him for the mixer thing or what happened there that was a ninja policy they
1: snuck in some lobbyist had something against ninja and they're like get this get this into legislation quick sneak it in (laughs)
0: <laughs> the anti-ninja
1: legislation oh, slipped
3: through. So wait, what? Why did he do that, the ninja? Like, did he just want to, you know, to st- st- just to stream everywhere? I suppose, and just yeah. yeah. What what was his thing when he came back. Like,
0: ninja now streaming everywhere. Yeah, I think oh, there's okay. there's a lot of value in in multi-streaming. That's there, a cool there's, idea. There's tons, but it's just very hard for a lot of people, like including me. Like, I can't dr- I can't just drop my Twitch partnership. I can't do that. Um.
1: Yeah, Ninja was in a unique position where...
0: Yeah, exactly. He was probably making more on YouTube anyway, so he's like, well, might as well get rid of yeah. it.
1: Yeah,
3: that's true. Speaking of YouTube, what a transition. Um Very nice. Sumless is a YouTuber, uh, so yeah, we, we wanted to talk to uh. him about YouTube. <laughs> I feel like it would be <laughs> foolish to only talk about real one for the entire duration of the podcast. But what is going on with your YouTube right now? You hinted earlier on some. I you wanted to talk about something that's going on with your YouTube uh, behind the scenes. You haven't really talked about. Do you want to enlighten us what you've been cooking?
1: Yeah, it's it's actually kind of uh, boring. So it's not like I haven't talked about it because it's not that interesting. All right,
3: never, never mind then. We can <laughs> no, go. On. I don't wanna...
1: terrible shit. <laughs> <thing, laughs> <isn't> <laughs> no, it's not that boring. It's interesting, but it's doing, like yeah, uh, it, it's it. not. Um, yeah, it's just like it's behind the scenes. Like nothing's really changed about anything else. Um, but basically, I just I hired a I hired a, a more long term employee than I ever have. And it's not so that's it's not even like world cha- like channels do that all the time. Um, you know, these days, I feel like almost every YouTuber like over what, like 100k subs is basically a, a business with like a team. It's crazy. I mean, that's just how it is now. It's so rare to find people that are just making videos by themselves, editing it. And uh, for a long time, I was just that way. I mean, you know I had I had editors, and I've worked with lots of great editors over the years. But I've never had someone that's like really dedicated to to like what I'm doing. And so, what it turned out is my approach was wrong. Like I was always trying to hire an editor. Everyone's like, hire an editor. Like you need to get an editor because that is the bulk of the of the work I'm doing. Like that does take up most of my time is just editing these videos together. So it makes sense. But changing the perspective and like what I really need is someone like more on the holistic like the entire i need like a producer i need like someone to help me organize the content in my in my head because it's just it's just a mess i mean i just have i can i can just only do one thing at a time that's another thing about me like i i i'm just not efficient because i'm not a team i mean i'm just a i'm just a guy like i'm just making videos but uh, so that was fine for years for years it was fine like i i can make one video a week one person i'm a fast editor so i could do it But uh, like um, about two months ago, I just got severely burnt out, like completely, completely could not could not do it anymore. And it was a crazy feeling. It was really crazy Um, because it was so sudden. I mean, I had had like, you know, I had had points where I was like tired of editing or tired of making videos, but it was it was pretty different. It was like I I didn't even feel bad when I wasn't doing videos like it was a different kind of normally I feel incredibly guilty when I'm not making content but now I was like I don't like I feel terrible when I'm making content now so it was a crazy shift where I was just, and I just realized I was just really burnt out it was it was normal it wasn't like this crazy thing you know it so had been before
3: like you would feel bad when you like if you're procrastinating or if you're, yeah. you know, doing, just going to you know having a day off you'd be like oh, yes. I shouldn't do this I should work because I work for myself that yes. just went away that's uh when, when you when you're out, that feeling just disappeared
1: it went away i was i was just like gaming for days i was just depressed i was depressed i was completely depressed it was crazy so i don't know the hardest thing about figuring it out and like figuring out mental health stuff like that is you don't know you don't always know where it comes from like maybe maybe i got depressed and then got burnt out because i was depressed or maybe I got burnt out and then I became depressed because I was no longer producing. I was no longer being productive or like feeling my creatively fulfilled or whatever. So I think that's actually more likely. I think I just got really tired of making videos and then I became depressed because I no longer was doing the thing that I really loved to do. Because I hated like when, it when it became it so weird. Like
3: Wait, like before it was probably really motivating and probably like another yes. you know, thing. I mean to yeah, uh yeah to first of all say I'm not uh don't don't I I'm not qualified to diagnose anyone in depression or really speak in the topics to take everything we say with a grain of salt but yeah to you know to purpose is something we all need and if you have, if that yeah. purpose was making videos thinking of the next video doing a really good job editing it and uh, the whole going through the whole process and suddenly you don't enjoy that whole pr- process your purpose is gone so. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. That that would be the thing that, you know, makes you feel depressed. Yeah. But, or, so that that's quite is that quite recent? Is that what motivated you to get um, a full well full on producer, as you called it?
1: Well, no, I got I got lucky is what happened. So I got out of it because while this was happening, while I was becoming burnt out, I was actually already I was in the process of hiring this person. But it was by complete luck. Like, so guess who actually did it all? Like behind the scenes, it was it was in Civic. So in Civic was like he knew about that. I was like, ah, because he knew because I was I was I was trying to produce content for Rule One, and I was trying to think of ways I could I could help Rule One and what the ways I could promote it the best as a co-owner. And I was like, I really need to like this, my channel is still like my main thing. I need to be able to like balance it. Cause it's taking like 100% of my energy. And so he was aware that I was like nearing burnt out slash like just fully at capacity. And I was only, I mean, I was only doing a video like every two weeks and I was still feeling like it was taking everything. So he knew I was kind of like needing someone and he saw that, uh, his name is Nixo, So um, he saw that he was, he was leaving his, his former job working for uh, Virtual, the Trackmania YouTuber. Oh, yeah. So he saw, he publicly was like, yeah, I'm going to be moving on, looking for other opportunities. And I would never have seen that tweet. Definitely not. But, uh, and Civic knew, I think he's friends with Virtual's main editor. And so he knew, he, he had a mutual connection and he was like, hey look at this guy. Like you should hire him <laughs> almost like jokingly, but he's so direct. Like in civic knows, he just knows he's like, Hey, you should hire this guy. And I was like, do I, should I really hire someone right now? Like I'm trying to figure out like what I'm doing, but I decided mm-hmm. to talk to him. And so he basically, <laughs> I wasn't even looking for it. It just like fell in my lap or in civic, put it in my lap. <laughs> Cause I wasn't even, I didn't know I needed it until I was talking to him. And I was like, you know what? Like talking to this guy, um, and Niksa is just an absolutely amazing guy. Um, so just talking to him and hearing his vision and how he would, how he'd help me basically sold his, his skill. Cause I was like, look, I mean, you probably, because you work for virtual, you probably know like how much I make, like, I'm not going to, you know, I don't just easily hire full time people. Like I'm not that size. So, you know, it has to be, what are you going to do for the channel? And he just pitched it really well. And honestly, everything he said, he is fully delivered. Um, so the last two months I've been, uh, integrating like with a, with a producer, I basically have another person that's fully, just fully, uh, behind the channel in a way that I just never had before, like with contractors.
0: And is that something that just so, like saves you like a bunch of time or just like basically the, the fog in your brain is just gone? Like, is it both of those? Is it mainly one or over the other? Yeah, it's both.
1: At first, it was just the mental load because I was still doing some I was still doing some decently heavy lifting with editing because we because he's not an editor. So it's kind of a it was almost like a. I thought I was making a maybe a big mistake. Um, but I was so desperate at that point like this was all happening at the same time where I was burnt out and I was hiring Nico. So I was like I was like, is this a huge mistake? But it didn't matter because I was forced to. I was like, no, I have to try something new because my workflow, like I'll just have to retire. If, if I don't hire someone or don't change something about my workflow, I'm just gonna stop because I don't like doing this anymore. Um, I like the end result. Like I liked posting a video and I liked, I had so many ideas. That's why I wasn't so discouraged that I wanted to quit because I had so many ideas and I still loved actually posting and I loved recording. And I loved everything about it. And I'm like, well, I'm probably just burnt out of editing. But I can't find the right editor because it takes so much effort to convey to an editor exactly what I want to do. And I was having to do that every time I made a video. And I was just like, I don't see a path forward. So I was just going to stop if it didn't work. So I was like, well, I'll try to hire Nico. And if if it works, then I'll keep going. If it doesn't work, then I'll just stop. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And it, it's working. So,
2: so you're yeah. still doing the editing. Like, what does he actually do to help your workflow? So the
1: way we're doing it is because I don't have a full time editor, we are contracting editors, but he's helping me communicate with my editors that I use. And like, so he knows every video I'm doing, like he has it all in his head. So I just have to, I just have to explain it to Nico. Um, And I'm just constantly on the same page with them. Like he's, he's my like second brain basically. So as long as I'm always uploading to him. He's able to, because he's so competent and he's so good at what he does. I can fully trust him and he conveys it to the editor so well. It's actually cre- it a mind blowing experience. The first time I conveyed feedback to an editor or to on a video to Nico. And then the editor delivered just like exactly what I asked for. It was, it was, <laughs> it's like blew my mind. It was like the best day ever. When that happened, I was like, I didn't, it didn't take me like it wasn't me on the edit like it was someone it was someone else but they were like taking my vision also credit to the editor we found um connor is his name is connor um he's an editor for uh charlotte i think see the, the rlcs work that doesn't exist oh uh, yeah
0: i don't i don't know if they're an rlcs anymore <laughs> yeah they kind they, they, of them. they kind of just get rid of their teams staff. and don't say anything
1: uh, <laughs> No, we That's,
3: have, that must be such a stress yeah, relief to not crazy. have to do all that. Yeah. Um, because yeah, if, if if the editing isn't wasn't burning you out, then it sounds like yeah, the communication would have would have been yes. doing the same thing. So this yes. whole this bypasses that whole like uh sticking point. You can just do yeah. the parts of it that actually inspire you and actually, you know, are you know are, are enjoyable. Yes. Uh that that makes us all very happy to hear because you know we we don't want to see you stop because selfishly we want to watch your videos and selfishly we want to watch your uh you know your uh your production quality that you bring to the scene mm. that's unrivaled. So that's what
2: I mean particularly like for your editing as well. It's not just like you're just, you know, slapping it off your stream or something. Like it's it takes a lot of yeah. like when you watch it your... those guys Yeah, right? like
0: people are <laughs> just exporting straight from <laughs> <laughs> <Glad Unbelievable. laughs> Like, Johnny, like, he <laughs>
2: doesn't know the worst. They just, up, he's oh, just, uh, hey, just have
1: my bro. He's not even an editor. Just, just send it uh, off to him. He'll, he'll, he'll John, uh, Johnny's <laughs> like, oh,
0: I'm so sorry <laughs> I can't click the export button. Oh, this he's is like, the worst. Oh my God. How do I upload
2: a chalked podcast to YouTube? This sucks. Um, but no, what I'm saying is, like, when you click on a sunless video, you can do it blindfolded. And even without your voice, obviously, your voice is very unique as well, you know, to you. But the editing in your videos, like, you Definitely know that a brilliant. lot of yeah. work has gone into it. So... That's good that, you know, that, I guess, burden has been I'll float yeah. it off you while still keeping your own vision. And like, it looks like you've still edited it, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Well, I, so I still, yeah, that was the thing. That was why I was really holding me back because
2: I knew the editing was
1: a big part of my channel. And I don't know, I see over the years, like Mr. Beast is always like, find an editor. Like someone can replicate your style. Like it's not that hard. And then I'll see YouTubers like Mark Rober and he still edits his videos. As far as I know, he edits all his videos. And so I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I'm listening to one piece of advice. Seems like I should get an editor. But to me, it was just the editing is so integral to the video. Like I, I just didn't see a way that I could other than having just an assistant edit for me and then me do the rest. I just couldn't see a way to do it. But so now I still the last few videos, I have still done some things, but just like it's like the last um I work a couple hours on them as opposed to like thirty hours on them so i'm on yeah. the finishing touches i'm like and it, it's nice so game. great too because i have so much energy to to, to take the video an extra direction because before it was just like i'm so tired of this i just gotta lay it out i just don't have, have any time to like throw in extra jokes extra memes extra you know, you know writing
3: you know what this sounds like actually I, I i know this is you know probably um uh you know a, a formula or a, a method that lots of youtubers use but this is the earliest in rocket league that i knew did this was league of rockets actually because he hated the whole grunt uh editing that was big part of his gameplay videos where you'd have to like league of rockets for anyone who's not familiar with them came out uh years and years ago now with like this very high high production quality tournament and a fully vod um uh, uh, medium. It was, it was all. It was all straight from replays. Like everything was replays. Yeah. And when you have he a re the
1: whole thing, didn't he? Like, yeah. Was, so yeah.
3: That's, that's you insane. have to re-record. So you think about it, if you're watching a replay in Rocket League, it doesn't have the built-in replay of a goal like you would in a normal broadcast. So yep. to actually build a real game out of a replay, you had to record every POV, cut between the POVs like as uh, as necessary, have a different camera angle on every goal or any moment you want to replay and then fit it with the commentary after it was like so much like going through things over and over again so he he had a, a couple of editors like do all of that and then he would himself just focus on the the intros the more creative elements and the things that really made it so hype by taking away yeah. all of the other stuff in between so like you said you could just focus on the bit that you actually really want to put all of your effort into so yeah, of yeah. rockets. It's a very similar idea. Um, it's like exactly. making a movie. Yeah.
0: Every sunless con video is a movie production. Exactly.
1: Now it is. It is. Now it's not and just me putting together. He's got a that's, just, that's how actual is. movies yeah. go.
0: So it always baffled
1: me how actual movies are made because I was like, how in the world did they collaborate so much to make so many creative decisions? I just like it was, I just baffled mm. me. I'm also like a kind of like a control. Per, like I really need, especially when it's like on my channel. Like I really feel like I need control. So I had to learn to like, you know, let that go a little bit, but being able to be like, no, I need to retain, I need to retain some control, uh, and just learning where that line is. Like, where do you, I feel like that's a whole field, like there are entire books on the topic of like, how do you delegate? How do you figure out like what's really essential and what's not? And I had a pretty distorted view of what I needed to touch. There's just really talented editors out there, like Connor, that I would never have known. So Nico found him. Like, I didn't have to do the work of finding the editor. He's like, hey, this guy might be good. We, I didn't even look at his... I think I barely looked at his work. I just, like, trusted Nico. And so just having that chain of, like, command of trust is really... It's really it's amazing. I just I've never experienced that. So, so
2: yeah, it's great. Just jumping like back to, I just wanted to find out because I, I don't really know too much about your story, but I know that you started, you're always Rocket League, like your channel started pretty much when Rocket League came out six, I guess now nearly seven years ago. Yeah. Would be correct? So were you a, always a, wanted to be a content creator or you were just a Rocket League general gamer that, you know, started doing some YouTube videos for fun and then you're like, hang on a minute, I can, I can make something else and then found your passion or this was always your sort of passion, content creation?
1: Well, making videos was always my passion, for sure. Because uh, that's what I was doing at the time. So I was an editor at a like a video production house. But then, so gaming was just a hobby. Probably one of my, my main hobbies. So I remember when I first got a job for the first time, like out of college, I was like, yes, I can actually build an amazing PC. Like a chunk of my paycheck is definitely going to like a 1070. And that was my first build. <laughs> um, so then I was like, because then I was like, now I can play Rocket League on 60 FPS. Uh, so rocket league was just one of the games that i played i just enjoyed it um and then naturally i had in my free time i was like i kind of want to make more videos um because when you want to make like videos making videos of your passion working at an editing house doesn't always fulfill that because you're just like i mean i was editing like hospital commercials and stuff so i still needed some I need a creative outlet. So and they can only
3: because you can only really make those so fun before you're <laughs> yeah. really going off Hospital commercial, yeah, like, oh, not a lot of meme potential geez. in those. You call it with the you know disasters and the explosions of these videos. You know we really aren't going for that. In this. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, we're <laughs> talking we'll about <laughs> Hey, did not uh, appreciate uh, me. Uh, uh, no, no, but. Uh yeah, actually, so it was the new PC. So it was the fact that I was like a gamer enough that I yeah. I like wanted a new PC. I wanted a you know, I was a nerd enough that I liked building PCs. Um so or I knew I wanted to do that. And so once I had a good enough graphics card where I could record Rocket League and I did my first test recording in play. and I was like, that is like man, that is HD. That is sick. <laughs> um like that is nice footage of the game, and I really liked how the game looked. I was like, I gotta make like videos on Rocket League. I don't think I, had, it didn't really occur to me to make videos of other games that much. Like, I, I'm not, like, I'm not really like a hardcore gamer that much. Like, I kind of, I'm nah, very, very be like true. you.
3: You've got a gaming shelf behind you. You have to be a hardcore gamer. It's Look all, at that thing. Notice it's I all i like one some game, laundry man. back here to try and stop everyone from echoing. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> Evidently, you, you got a car back there. It's, no, you're more, more of a gamer.
1: That's how, you know it's a real gamer <laughs> when it's just a mess. That's actually more of an indication. That you're <laughs> anyway,
3: it didn't say mess. So let's go oh, with sorry. the accusations here. Yeah, very organized. You're, uh, you're very you know, clean. Simulation of goods. No, they're definitely clean. Yeah, though, I mean, just,
1: those clothes yeah. are clean. They're hanging up.
3: There oh, they clean. Uh, I wanted to ask, so your first like uh actually I remember your channel started growing when you were doing the um how to get good at rocket league series. Is that the first one that you no- noticed is really like getting traction, or is that just something you were like, I'm going to make this work. This is my calling to oh, help no. my ranked teammates to be a little <laughs> bit better.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I stumbled on that. I stumbled on that. I didn't even know it was gonna be good. I actually thought it was terrible. I was like I was just mad after a ranked game. That's all I was.
3: That's uh, yeah, it's every time
1: make a video. I was just these like, idiots. these That's idiots the don't know how to play. <laughs> I, I'm actually incredibly toxic. Uh, I just like, <laughs> it was just me shitting on my teammate that whole video. I was like, let's learn about this. But it was actually a really fun outlet. I didn't actually hurt anyone. You know, it was just like this random. I don't think I, maybe I showed the name. I don't think I did. Be kind of funny to see who that was. Funny. Track them down. Yeah, they're uh, probably in RLCS right now. <laughs> in the career. They're <laughs> but now but they're, actually, you're... what made it pop off was, I... was I posted it to Reddit. That's what it actually did it.
0: Oh, Red, the Redditors
1: loved it. The Redditors loved it.
0: Redditors like, do like shitting on people. That's for sure. They,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was a big redditor, so I I knew the game a little bit. Like I was like I knew how to title something to make to get upvotes. So I'm not going to lie, that actually, that actually really helped. You <laughs> said you knew so how to title
0: something to get upvotes? Yeah, Wait. you didn't know that the
1: title is important in Reddit? I mean, that's no. the only thing. It's like the
0: thumbnail. No, I mean, I don't really, like, I just scroll, I guess, yeah, I scroll through Reddit if the title doesn't interest me, but...
1: No, you don't think it... Well, that's how you get to the point where you can see it, because you need, like, those early upvoters. It's the early... Er- <laughs> The people who, actually like start by
3: people who actually start by new. Yes, and they look at the topics
1: and you need you need to stick out Imagine. in that first hour so it gets just a few upvotes, and then it'll go into rising or whatever, and then it'll eventually get enough momentum. It's so like I they're the like... people
3: standing at the the for the start of the assembly line for yeah. this huge like, you know, collection of rubbish, and they're like, Okay, this yep. is somewhat useful, this is somewhat useful, this is okay. <laughs> like zipping, yep. just the picking trash. up the
0: scripts. All right, so they saw
1: they saw why you suck at Rocket League, and they're like, "That's not trash." they were,
3: because oh, they crap. also had just lost because their teammate was bad, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah I yeah. think people need to see this. You, you nailed it. You absolutely Your exactly what, what you you're always you very smart with
2: thumbnails and stuff as well. Like that, I feel like that series just has suck." Like It's like the big oh, like yeah. word He's in bloodiest. there. So you just stare like, oh my God, I do suck. That's like the, <laughs> the catch. And I just noticed as well, scrolling through your channel, I think your least viewed video is called Best 10K Sexy Community Montage. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So oh, there you go. Banger. Sometimes titles are everything. You can't just throw sexy in there and get some views. But no, yeah, you've always had work. a knack for like thumbnails and titles. Is that... Have you always like known what like impressions, what catches people's eyes? People do courses on this stuff like different colors, you know what I mean, that like sort of catch people. Have you always had a knack for that or is that something you've sort of developed? Absolutely not. I I am like the least analytical YouTuber.
1: Like a lot of YouTubers are super into the numbers and shit. Yeah. And I like YouTubers will ask me all the time like what's your RPM? I still don't know what RPM is. I, I, I don't know like, <laughs> how much you get like, per like view, rotations per minute yeah, yeah really. I have never I've oh, never said fast it's it rpm on this like what's my I'm rpm you my youtube is how's that I'm just posting um uh, yeah, so r- yeah I never RPM. got into like the the game of like the titles. So. yeah what is rpm tell, tell I was me I gonna
0: say it don't matter but rpm is how much you make for per, per 1000 views so like the yeah. people like it's just straight up how much you make, like CPM is how much advertisers are paying. And then it's subtracted by like YouTube's fee and like ad blockers. And then just people who didn't see an ad and RPM is exactly what you're getting for every thousand views. Rizzo is the opposite. He is the analytical he boy. Is he, is wants analytical. To, he wants to dude, deal with the I'm, to not, gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. Look, I'm a pretty smart guy, okay? First of all, I'm No, I'm just saying, look, so like, I Honestly, props to him for not even knowing. I respect that. But at the same time, and I like feel like tr- RPM...
3: tripling your following. Like, it doesn't care. Exactly. R- RPM
0: is like a, a, a very basic thing. I'm not going to lie. But respect, yeah. respect for not well, see, the knowing. the thing about... You have to
1: act dumb as a content creator, so it's all. Oh, what's this RPM thing? Oh, it's how much money I make. RPM? I don't care about money. I just make videos for the for the joy. All these numbers are
0: hurting my head. I just have fun.
1: I'm just an everyday guy like you guys. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like you. I'm relatable. I don't care about that. I just want to make <laughs> Rock League videos, just like every day. tell us
3: what what were the? I remember you obviously blew up when you were racing Musty to a million subs. That was like the next. You're you know you're getting a lot of growth. But what was there any like other uh you know. Theories uh, that had your channel blowing up, or was it was it just a musty million race that followed by free play, and you were just you kept doing the same thing. The only thing I remember, didn't you do a daily like post for a month or something, and then you like changed <gasps> yeah. back? To, no, this is yeah. not the way to do it,
1: and uh, you yeah, I failed horribly actually. That's what I've been yeah, doing. I didn't for understand years. YouTube back then. Yeah. I didn't understand YouTube back then. So the the titles and thumbnails also definitely took years because I wasn't doing good t- thumbnails and titles back then. Um, but yeah, I I it was probably good to try that daily for a month. I did like daily videos for a month with Flimp, and yeah. then I started to realize like, yeah, it just it was about learning like what your viewers want and stuff. And I started to realize um, that it was more important to just focus on for my channel it was more important to focus on putting out um, videos that were spaced out that were, that were more attention in them. And that's what people wanted on my channel. I had just struggled because I couldn't figure out what to do after why you suck a rocket league. And I didn't, I didn't know at the time what my options were in the game and also for content. Like I didn't, I wasn't thinking about the possibilities of what you could do after that series. And so I was just kind of trying stuff. So You know, in the long run, it didn't matter, but it was finding out that I didn't want to do that, I guess
3: do you think if it was possible because i think uh, my theory for your channel is that the high production quality became expected because you'd shown people that you can do it and as soon as you show anyone any production quality in youtube or twitch that is a new like baseline of what people consider acceptable yeah. for your channel if you do anything under that people are like well this is rubbish you didn't even try i've seen you do better than this so that you, you showed everybody what you're capable of and then because you put so many hours into every video, you can't do one every day. If you're putting 30 hours editing into a video, you, you, you can't you, even doing like multiple a week would be a would be a struggle. So, yeah. do you think that was the real limitation? Just the the quality that people knew you what you had in you.
1: That was a part of it, but that's also that's kind of the way I, I used to think and even still now I'm kind of developing that is the truth is the amount of effort or quality on YouTube is actually, it's not as big of a factor as uh, as you would think. And it's definitely not directly. You put this amount of effort, you get this many views. That's for sure. It's definitely not correlated that mm-hmm. tightly um, a little bit, but so what actually what it was, and this is interesting because I'm seeing this on Twitter now, uh, Patty Galloway is someone I follow. I don't know if you guys have heard that name. He's like I, a Twitter I or have, he's like a YouTube uh but, but do not never uh, He's like he's like I I would say a good representation of the current like best practices on YouTube. So what the things he's saying now are like the things I discovered and that was that ideas were a lot more important than um or no, not more important. The content's important. Ideas were as important as the content is what I learned. The idea mm-hmm. was as important. The thumbnail and title was as important as the content. Like they both have to be good. So, it wasn't enough to think of a good idea and put a lot of effort into it and make the editing really good. Like, cause I, I did that sometimes and they were duds. Like, I had bad videos that took a lot of time and were very high quality, but they didn't do well because they weren't, they didn't, no one wanted to click them.
2: When you say that, though, like I've I've seen some of your videos, some of your thumbnails are like this, I guess, I want to say the stereotypical, but sort of what everyone's doing of like, you know, grabbing a random octane, grabbing words. But then other, some others are just, you've just like screen capped a gameplay moment and you've got like all lowercase titles and they've got like five, six million views. Like Luke 1 here, like the worst teammate I've ever had. It's like all lowercase. It's just an in-game screenshot and you've just put worst ever there. Like it's not grabby it doesn't have like massive yeah. highlights everywhere so do do you like know what's gonna hit or are you just kind of like feeling out different things and then one of them just hits the algorithm or you know hits the front page and goes bananas it's a little of both uh, back then it was a lot of feeling out but that's what i
1: was that's why i brought up patty because the things he's saying now and like teaching as like this is how you build a youtube channel are stuff that i realized i had kind of stumbled on back then so that was kind of the thing i had stumbled on it's not It's not about a it's not about a well designed thumbnail. It's not about a clean thumbnail always. It's just a good thumbnail. Like it's not always the same. So learning that too, that like just because it looks pretty doesn't mean it's a good thumbnail. It helps. Like it's I think pretty thumbnails are good. Um, I think people click on pretty thumbnails. But it's not even you know, it's not you can't carry um yeah you can't get by just with it being a pretty thumbnail. It has to have some other intriguing aspect to it, or it has to play off the title. so I think that works because that that particular one works where it's like the worst team ever, and it's just like you're right it's, a screen cap. It. <laughs> it's like what did he do there? Like you can see my teammate right beside me, so you can kind of guess he's probably about to like run into me or something. um so it mm. it kind of makes it feel like this is just a moment from the game. Like I'm not gonna waste your time. You should click this because it's just gonna be. We're right in the game right here. Like, I, this is a screenshot from the game. I'm going to show you the game. I'm not going to, this is not going to be like a stupid story where I show you unrelated footage. Like, I, you know, I'm i going to deliver. So, I think that's what that one delivers. So, each one's different. It's not like you can just design. But yeah, sometimes it's just a car. It's just a car. And that was good mm. enough for a thumbnail to get a million views. It's just like a car. But that's because the title was intriguing enough. And um, sometimes you can get by just like with a pretty thumbnail, as long as it's simple and like, you know, there's other rules for what makes it clickable. But, it's all just like rules. It's just like little tiny rules that you kind of follow that, you know, there's like exceptions to
0: each rule, <laughs> there's unique situations, but there's kind of a set rule for like what makes a good thumbnail. I'm, I'm actually really curious, Johnny, do you have any rules with your uploads with like, I don't know, thumbnails, titles, anything you're going for there? <laughs> oh, that font there. Is that a, that's a creative choice that we're just sticking with that. Like when you Honestly, press the I export couldn't, I couldn't button, tell you what it is. Is I don't there, know. Is there I, a certain I, time you press the export button, or is that like? When did you switch to <laughs> italics for
2: your text on your thumbnails? That was a big. Yeah, times New Roman. There, yeah. t- there's,
3: there's italics somewhere. Where is this? When I didn't even the, the nationality
1: you. flags. That was a big. That was actually so that was, Johnny <laughs> Boy. Actually, actually
3: that was so yeah rizzo is uh mentioning about like the exporting that is how i started youtubing actually is so because like someone um no I, th- I think like i had some you know like, funny like moment happened on a twitch stream and i was like oh this is pretty funny and then somebody said you should post that to reddit that's quite funny i was like yeah I should post that. I'll, I'll post it so i got the twitch clip and somebody's like don't post a Twitch clip to Reddit. Nobody watches Twitch clips on Reddit because it's impossible. The player is not integrated. Nobody's going to click that. Just put it on YouTube and then upload it. Same thing. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, I don't even know how to do that. Like, How do I even download a Twitch file? They're like, no problem. There's an export button. So I exported it. I was like, wait, that was really easy. And then I yeah, put the YouTube video on Reddit. It was all because a guy chopped, it was a Chopped 72 Think it was his name Seahop. oh he told I remember. Me about, wow. uh, yeah way back he's like actually uh you, you're an idiot you, you can export this in <laughs> seconds I was like yeah fair enough so i think i probably did that for like a year i just exported straight from twitch then uh, then maybe not a year half a year minimum and i was like uh, yeah i should probably like stop doing this because the quality is terrible when you do it like that. it's just lower quality and there's no edits at all if there's like you know a disconnect. Yeah, a disconnect is wrong, in right? the video like today actually did a nice little chalk sponsored show match and there was just like a <laughs> nice little rocket league update after game one so with the miracles of editing we could take that out for the youtube video but like if that was seven years ago that's in the video because i would have supported in. it with that and one, extra 12 in minutes there. and that's um, actually
0: 12 minutes of watch time you're missing out on johnny you didn't think about it that yeah. way yeah so it's when
3: when when the uh, as my brother he started editing for me years ago, he still does. Uh, when that happened, is when thumbnails started to actually be something I'd not just automatically generate. Before that, it was just whatever the export automatically generated. I don't know what sub kind I reached with this. I have no idea. But yeah, that was that was probably hundreds of videos that have. If even if you go back now, they'll have no thumbnail, nothing, just like whatever whatever the export decided to. To put in there,
2: but you also Um, Johnny like have made your own as as Summer said with like the nationality, like you've sort of made your own thing. Like even if it's not like the clickbaity, the stereotypical, whatever, like you you made your own. Like oh, there's a Johnny video. You know what I mean? Yeah, in your own. Yeah,
3: I I well, one thing I realized more during free play or during when Rockley went free to play than any other time, but I was already like you know pretty sure that this was true is that my viewer base is mostly different from. Uh, like other big channels, there'll obviously be crossover. But like, I think a lot of the returning viewers for my videos are probably uh, older than, say, um, a musty, you know, video. Which is nothing wrong with that. There's, in fact, way more of the people in musty's age group. So if you're trying to get more views, it would probably be smarter to cater to that audience. But uh, yeah, I realized, Okay, they're you know probably not going to be that many like th- that huge of a boost during free free to play um to to content like mine but at the same time like when that huge like explosion of views goes away like my channel just kind of stayed the same again it was just like okay yeah these viewers are still watching the videos there'll be new ones like some some will get bored of the videos some will you know come along and watch them but it seems to be a lot more consistent when you're targeting that demographic compared to younger demographic you might you know grow up two three years later they're like well now what they you know in that short time frame, the content they want to watch is completely different. Whereas two or yeah. three years when you're older, mostly you're gonna like the same things. Like uh, I I used to like watching this kind of the videos I make now, I used to like watching those for StarCraft two when I was a student and in my early twenties. And I you know, I still watch them to this day. Like ten years later, I'm still watching like occasionally I'll watch StarCraft Two videos. So um yeah. Probably more consistent if you do what I do. It is but funny, isn't is like sh- it? Like the
2: shift in like Shorter form content now. We see like the TikToks and Reels and whatnot mm-hmm. compared to back in the day. You could sit there and like watching like a twenty minute, you know, really highly edited video was like the normal thing. Like right back with like Smosh and that sort of stuff. Or I remember watching like Ray William Johnson and all like the OG YouTubers was yeah. like that. That was the thing back then. But now it's like grab your attention off the bat. Like our attention spans are so low if that i guess that, is that the right way High, all of us yeah it's not just short. the zoomers we're, short, we're the that's what i was meant yeah sure like have you found like have you have to shift anything silence with like the the wave of i guess tiktok and stuff in the last few years or you know, sort of shorts youtube shorts stuff like that
1: i haven't noticed like a huge strategy change i mean with YouTube, I mean, it's always had to be that way with YouTube. Like, watch time has always been really important in the algorithm. So you always really needed to, to hold people's attention that first, like, 30 seconds. So that's something I learned without thinking about it pretty early. Because, like, if a video started slow, I mean, it just, it just almost never did well. Like, you have to jump in. Like, you have to just... That was kind of just a principle of good YouTube content. So I feel like that hasn't really changed that much. I think Ms., Mr. Beast may brought more awareness to it because he took it to an extreme. Because, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he made that algorithm is bitch, basically. I mean, he just Mm. absolutely found all the rules and did them all right. And that was a big, and did them better, did them way better than Mm -hmm. everyone else. So grabbing someone's attention in the first 20 seconds is something like Mr. Beast did better than anyone when he was starting. Now everyone does it. Like, now everyone's like, oh, I have to. Copy this so you kind of
3: really that's why all my Zen videos did so well because they just you know like scored a worldy in the first <laughs> 10 seconds and everybody
2: kept watching. It makes well, sense. What, there what you have done someone. obviously, we've <laughs> covered like you, you've got the IDs, you've got the editing, you've got the thumbnails, you've got the titles. But the one thing that I don't know if you realized going into it was your voice. Which is what gets people at the start of every video Bye. or all of your videos. You know, it's. Did you know that you have like one of the best voices to listen to? Like you can put it on to go to sleep, or did you kind of just figure that out once you started making videos? I'm not gonna lie. Maybe I need to
1: work on my self esteem, but I actually still don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't really like it that much at what? all. And not like in a way. You even though Not like even like a. Okay, now now, I have learned that people like it but it took it definitely took YouTube to make that happen. Like, I... Also, I've improved my, like, enunciation and my, like, how I read and, like, volume and, like, all that stuff is stuff that comes with... That's, like, an actual learned talent. But uh, the actual, like, tone of my voice, I don't really like. But it is nice that it's... I acknowledge that it's nice that it's, like, a little... It's, like,
0: unique. Like, it's a little different. So, I have that. Yeah, and, I mean, this whole call, really. I mean, we got... Four amazing golden voices here. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it on command. That's insane. <laughs> do what on command?
3: <laughs> yeah. Good one. Oh, that's crazy. Actual good one.
2: That was what? crazy. How do you do that? that that's <laughs> insane. I've never seen
0: someone crack on command. <laughs>
1: It's wild. I mean, to be fair, Rizzo, you have a, oh like, goodness. everyone
2: here, except maybe me, because I just have a bogan Australian voice, but all three of you guys have unique sort of voices in a way, I feel like. Well, actually, Johnny's think probably thinking great. he's I, got a stereotypical... I, I like, think, I think you
0: three, like, <laughs> and No, maybe CJ, have the to us, same... your
2: accent's wicked. It's like I think
0: I, I might maybe no one I have has the a same syndrome voice. as uh, Sunless did with his voice, but I, I don't think anybody agrees that I have a great <laughs> YouTube voice. I don't think anybody does. I think... You three have great YouTube voices. I don't think I have a great YouTube voice. I don't know. You, if you, I don't want to you say you have a
2: great. Know. Just like a unique. Like I, I used to watch your streams. <laughs> What's a good one? Look at no, him. no, like no you,
1: have have you have a great voice. You have a great voice. Oh, voice.
0: Don't Oh, so kind. You you love it. love fire. We can't it's stop so it right good. now. so kind.
2: <laughs> it's so. It's a great voice. When I used to watch your streams, Rizzo, you know, before you had the face cam, before anyone knew what you look like, I just, I just, it's Rizzo stream. Like, I wouldn't. I just hear it. I'm like, that's Rizzo. You know, like, that's yeah, you, you Rizzo's so <laughs> <weird. laughs> okay. voice is
3: like the the guy next door. I don't know if that even makes sense. But, you know, <laughs> I I mean, yeah, the guy next
1: door. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's like. Can anybody yeah, explain what I'm through means. your bathroom? <laughs> it's just like there. It's there, <laughs> oh and you're like, yeah yeah it's there in the like, guy Whoa. next door oh, yeah, like, okay yeah so, right. and i'm like yes i want to watch that
0: i want to yeah i'm in i'm in That's yeah next door wow <laughs> okay uh so said, Johnny. I, I do want to uh, switch this up just a little bit we were talking about um you know a lot of your content and a lot of your rocket league content specifically and you said you were cooking with your new producer but tell me what have you been cooking on sunless uh, kitchen what's what's up with sunless uh, kitchen how did that uh, get started uh,
1: well, one of my like most passionate hobbies is cooking food, specifically grilling. So I was like, "Well, I have to make all my hobbies content, so let me just go ahead and turn that one into work too. Um, <laughs> so, all this to say, I'm building up to this uh, i I have stopped uploading on that like I, I I have given up, so to answer your question,
0: Oh no. <laughs> i love totally, sunless
1: kitchen i'm totally happy about it like it's not it wasn't even a sad thing i was just like uh after i posted that last one i was like you know what i don't think i'm gonna post on here anymore that's,
0: and fine. that's totally if, fine if you're happy then i'm happy for you yeah and i'm now, happy I'm happy. always cooking this i'm this always cooking it's just oh, not going on the channel Ma- can, like, maybe, can we just get like can we just dominating. get like some some twitter videos or something just like after you cook that's oh, all i need just like after you cook, just show
1: me i'll post it i'll post it i love the gratification you know you know I'll post you
3: need know if, if like if you if you if you know you're burnt out of Sunless Kitchen after seven videos, you need a producer for Sunless <laughs> Kitchen. To, like take the, you know, the all of the boring parts off your shoulders. Actually, and then you yeah. Can just focus on making the food and eating. Yeah, the food. yeah,
1: because filming it sucks. It's so yeah, much energy. Dude, but... Filming food videos is so hard. Cause you're trying to like You need a yeah.
2: studio, is what you yeah, need. You
1: gotta, yeah. I, I might need a studio. I might Do need you have to like
2: make something, then clean your hands, and then set up the camera again for the other thing, and then go again, sort of thing? Yeah, kind of. And I had to. Okay, Linnell helped me with the last one, and
1: she's not like a video person; she's a photographer. Um. So basically, in the footage, it's just us like arguing the entire time. <laughs> uh. We were gonna give it to an editor. and I was like, I don't uh. want to give it because the footage is just me saying like, "Focus, Linnell. Damn it, that's not in focus." She's like, "Your hands in the way." I'm like, stirring it. It's actually hilarious it, to watch. She's it's like, like, you're you're like the "Focus." She's time.
3: like, "I am focused." Not you, the camera.
1: <laughs> it's blurry. This is the shot, like this is the money shot, like I'm cutting it, like I can't cut it again.
0: That's the thing about food; it's all high pressure. We're <laughs> back shot. Shot. Can't, you can't mess up the shot. It's the, it's it's the money shot.
3: It says it's a great way to blow up the channel. Is like have a like bonus video with every actual video that just all of the arguing, <laughs> just all of
1: the like the fighting
2: it's that behind the out of focus cutting onions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: no, I, I, well, the channel is dead now, but it, it's definitely gonna come back. Like that's like I'm just putting it down day. for now. It's hibernated, yeah. And once once you have a producer,
0: a studio, and a kitchen, then Sunless Kitchen comes back. It's
1: back. It's back. Yeah, exactly.
0: We had this
2: discussion, actually, about... Because I I was of the assumption, a lot of North Americans, I feel like, they don't cook. They just... like I I don't know what it is, but a lot of people order out, you know what I mean? They're always on the Uber Eats and stuff. So I like that for me, at least you're breaking my own stereotypical trend because we actually did have this discussion and this is, I don't want to shout out a Patreon episode that might be coming out, but we were talking about what Rocket League pros, you know, could cook a three-course meal or what would we be the best team to cook mm, a three-course meal. Awesome. And we were thinking about it and I, I just started, you know, Rizzo was reeling off some North American teams and I'm thinking, does anyone actually cook? <laughs> like, does anyone know how to cook? And I don't know about it. But I'm glad that at least in the Rocket League circle, obviously you're um, a little bit older than some of these 15-year-old Rocket League pros, but I'm glad that you have a passion for cooking because it's. I feel like it's going away. Like The, it you know, is. the, the cooking. I
1: Just almost the feel sharing. like I want to bring back the channel because of that or change the, what the channel was because I feel like I could reinvigorate some of that because there's a lot of me that doesn't – there's a lot of parts of cooking that I don't like, and I, I can definitely see why people don't cook. And there's periods of my life where I don't cook much at all. Right now I'm cooking, but, you know – When I'm depressed, I'm not cooking. So like, and not just, not just depression, but like, there's a lot of annoying things about cooking. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. But there's little tricks. You can make it easier for yourself if you do a lot of things. And I think that's why, I mean, like, there's a lot of good channels that have been instructional. I didn't want, I didn't want to do the instructional cooking thing. Why are you not that cooking? It's right there. Uh, It's obvious. The thing is, it actually, that actually already exists. I actually stole that in a way. Because he was first. But Why You Suck at Cooking is actually a thriving YouTube channel. Oh, my. This dude has been going for so long. I wish I was this guy. How You Suck at Cooking. This I'm dude has this right 3 now. million subs. Look at him go. He, he still posts. He posts, like, basically once or twice a month. Sometimes he gets 400K views. Sometimes he gets a million. Still. When was the last time? Like, That's how long crazy. Has been going? He's been going for, like, eight years. Uh yeah, eight years ago, three point two million views. And a lot of people don't know about this guy because he he's not active on socials or anything. Like he just stayed behind the scenes. This dude, I wish I could be this dude. He's just
3: look at him. I mean he's just making he on He's he's, just, website. He's, out, he's actually he's just, just out there cooking. Thing.
0: He's just doing yeah, action. Exactly. Legend.
3: He's got a website called yousuckitcooking.com. This is genius. He's, he's a genius. He's marketing. He he's he's probably
2: got merch. You can have you Suck at cooking teas. Have you thought about someone doing a, like, a, I know How To Basic used to be, like, the passive <laughs> thing. On it. I think he's disappeared. Have you thought about doing that sort of cooking video, just throwing some eggs at a wall and stuff, you know? I would love
1: to do that. I have thought of that, and I was like, damn, but he kind of already did that.
3: Mm. This and is amazing. Like, I'm just looking at the, the guy's Twitter. His Twitter is just like a an, an egg. I would love to throw at a wall.
2: Be content. I have to ask what? you about
3: one content uh series that's my personal favorite of yours, Sunless, and that is the um the True Story series. The True Rock League stories is my uh all time favorite every time one of them comes out. Immediate watch. Um but yeah, tell you won an award for the the Sandrock one, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And so
3: yeah. that. You know that's pretty cool. I've not, I've not, you know, not I don't really know anything about videos winning awards. My videos haven't won any awards, so, uh, so <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at this content. I'm like, this is pretty cool. You won an award for it. Like, tell, what is it about the documentary style content that really makes you tick as a content creator?
1: Well, it reminds me of what I was always what I always wanted to do, and so it's you know it's heavily integrating Rocket League, but at the core, it's it's the stuff that I. Th- envisioned that I was going to be doing when I was just starting out making videos when I was a kid. So in that way, it's really cool. That that's one way that, I mean, that's why I've been able to go for so long is because, um, the content I'm making, yeah, it's a rocket league video, but I'm integrating the things I'm really passionate about. And so they're really fulfilling, you know, like actually making the videos. It doesn't really matter. that it's rocket league. Like rocket league is just the stage, you know, it's just like, Playground. And then the fact that you can just make content around the game is just so cool. Like the fact that we have histories and stories and competitors, and you know, RLCS is really a huge part of it. Like that's really probably half my content is the competitive side because of stories like that. Where before I didn't know how to integrate that. Like before I did the true story or whatever, I remember, I remember like when I put out the first one, I didn't think it was even going to be good. Like I was like, uh, this is kind of boring. <laughs> like, I, was, I was like, and then Justin went on energy and he's the new guy. And like, is he going to perform? And I was writing that or I was like recording that. And I was like, I should probably just like skip through all this. So I made it as short as possible. And then once I saw that, how much people liked it, then I watched it again with kind of a new lens. And I was like, actually that could be really interesting. If I do more of these, where I really dive into like the stakes, like where, where do these players come from? Like, what are they all, what do they all want? And like, how did they get there and how did they, how long did it take them to grind? And like, what teams were they on before? Um, and you know, what's the history of their matchups? Like all that stuff makes the moment really important. So really emphasizing that. And I get comments all the time that are like, wow, you spent uh and, and they're just joking, but it's like, you spent 10 minutes to explain like 15 seconds, but it's really like, that's cause that's the whole point. Like that's nothing, point. Is re- nothing is really, yeah. nothing is really that interesting. If you just take it at face value, so yeah,
3: you know, I mean, have you ever think? Have you thought about not just the fact that you, you know, won an award for the Sandrock one, but that you probably enhanced the viewing experience of so many people watching that series who, going into it, would not really have known too much about the team, maybe heard about them. They're like, yeah, that's pretty cool that these guys got a chance to qualify. They didn't really know anything about them, and then it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was be crazy. I've been lucky crazy. on that. Like,
1: the fact You're that it was a redirect by, yeah. by Ahmed and you casting it was like it was serendipitous. scripted It was um, beautiful.
3: <laughs> but you know, you you putting out that video to tell his story and their story in particular probably like brought so many more fans and so many more eyes to that series because I can say from, you know, uh, watching many Rock League events over the years, if if I, you know, if I'm not working an event, and I don't have um, any, uh, you know, reason to need to know what what's going on for example you know day one of current rlcs i might not be working the show but i do need to know what's going on because i'm working the next day but if i don't have any reason to be watching like uh, maybe there's an interesting series on i'm really into next one okay i don't really need to watch that too closely you probably turned so many people into the people instead of like you know having it on their second monitor they were like eyes glued to the screen just because of this video uh, because it, unlike a few of the other ones which are good in a different way. They're more historical, educational. That one was like, the story is literally happening right now. Yeah. That was so crazy to witness.
1: That was a turning point for me too, is discovering that because that was a very satisfying feeling to see the impact, like exactly what you're describing. Um, and that was the time where I was really figuring out, I think everyone was kind of figuring out content as strategies. I mean, people had said before for a while, I think like since like 2015 or like, earlier when at uh, the dawn of like cool social media accounts where corporations were realizing that like, Oh, we can just shit on people and everyone loves it. Social media, <laughs> like the sassy, Wendy stuff. People were figuring out content is King. I remember hearing that a lot. Content is King, but I didn't really see corporations like really use it until I don't know around the time where I was also discovering. It, I was like, Oh, now I really see this. Like when you make a, all you have to do, it doesn't have to be like this crazy viral thing, but just like telling the story of, the thing you want to feature has these crazy effects where everyone's more interested in it. Now I'm actually thinking of drive to survive. That's like my best example. Cause it took, it turned like F1, which is already really popular in Europe and all over the world to the next level where like, it then it went crazy in the U S why? Cause it just won Netflix series where they just like, mm. honestly, I don't feel like drive to survive itself by itself is necessarily the, the that, great of a show they, they just they just show it that's the thing they, they do a really good job of like showing what's happening but that's it like they're just they have great access and they they've captured mm-hmm. it well but there's nothing like there's nothing too insane about what they're doing they fake a little bit of
2: drama but they take a little not drama, really drama.
1: Yeah. they have to because it's not yeah. that interesting sometimes exactly so, you know, ah, but the recent
3: series are so annoying because, like, I was like, "Oh, I, I can not like, even this part." I'm like, first episode, I was insane. like, "This is good mm-hmm. stuff," and then you know, a little bit of fake drama, and maybe a little bit of you know, not the most authentic like timing of certain incidents where it's like taking yeah. a lot longer in real than it did in real time. But anyway, uh, the recent ones, I'm like, yeah. "Why are they showing this race again? Why are they showing this match or not match? Sorry, this uh, it, uh, this crash again? I've seen this like four times in four different episodes. Yeah, there was like." I know for a fact that like last season, no two seasons ago was like the most entertaining season of F one yes. like, for a long time. And the Drive to Survive didn't even show like half of the, you know, crazy things things that happened so I'm like, Yeah, if that can do well and I, I do think the show is very good, but imagine it was being done authentically and doing a full story of like an RLC of an RLCS season. Like Yeah.
1: It's that insane what nuts. it brings in. It brings in. Yeah. It makes people really want to watch. When they get invested with some, an entertaining piece of content, and the hero is a real-life mm-hmm. person. Like that's the, magic, that's the magic of documentaries, is what you're watching is real. It's presented like a movie, but if it's done well and it's not t- distorting the truth too much, it's real. So you can finish watching the movie. You can be like, wow, that person was awesome. They were the hero. And now I can actually go support them. And yeah. watch them, and like now I can be part of their next chapter is just awesome. Like that's that's also like Rexum, uh, like Welcome to Rexum. It's the same thing where they're turning content into like into growing a fan base. It's like we made this show about how we bought this team, and now you can support them in real life. They're they they just like got out of the spoiler alert. They just uh, promoted. It's crazy how
2: crazy. like yeah like Drive to Survive. Obviously, there's so many other ones that have come out now like there's a tennis and there's a golf yeah, the a golf one. Or whatever but yep. um it's crazy how people or i guess sports or content production you know these companies didn't realize that so many people just want to watch people go to training what do they do when yes. they get to training what do they like people like well that's boring they only want to yes. see the 90 minutes on a football pitch or the race it's like no people want to see like them just eating food for breakfast and like yeah. going yeah. from their house their personalities to their track yeah their personalities so it's, I feel like it's taken so long for people to re- like I guess, realise that. But I guess yeah. that leads me into I sort of where I want to, where I want to finish things off in terms about the future of Rocket League, Sunless, and where we're at both content-wise and, I guess, where we're at as the game slash esports. A bit of a broad question for you, but obviously, um, there's a ongoing thing with not only content creators but pros and watchers of the esport as well in terms of. What are we doing right now? We're in we're in a bit of a limbo period. I think, you know, for you as well for doing content, it's kind of like, what are we doing? Like, we have new, new game modes coming out. I guess racing might be the thing that people have been talking about coming out at the time. But where do, where do you kind of see us right now in in Rocket League, and where do you see the future for the for the game and the esport?
1: Yeah, no, it's a good time to to reflect right now for sure because of that. And and as a YouTuber, you're really aware with how popular the game is because. Views correlate almost exactly with how much the game is being played. Like it's, it's almost, uh, it's almost relieving in a way, but it's almost also not great because you're just like, this is out of my control. Um, so I experienced when Rocket League was kind of in a lull in 20, basically 2018, 2017 to 2020. Like I was, I came in when it wasn't really the thing. Like Fortnite came out in what, 2018? That was the rage. Like, It dwarfed Rocket League. Like there was a time. So I was in actually for a year before Fortnite came out in Rocket League. And we were like, this is a hype new game. It's gonna be great. And then Fortnite came out and it was like, oh, that's what an actual big game looks like. Okay, now we see the impact and we feel so small. And I just remember thinking, like, should I be a Fortnite YouTuber? And then I was like, Well, I don't really enjoy to play I don't like enjoy Fortnite that much. So I guess I'll just Keep doing Rocket League, but you had to examine the like. Why am I? Why am I doing this? Um So it really makes you. I think it's really good. It makes you. It makes you seek validation for your work in uh, in other ways, like actually being satisfied and and doing good work and like being good at your job. Like you don't need to be in the biggest and craziest game. And the thing about Rocket League is we got we actually got both. Like I thought you. It was like, I have to be happy in a small game or I choose a big game. But then in 2020, after years of grinding this content, and I just worked on perfecting videos and stuff and just basically being satisfied because I knew I enjoyed Rocket League and that's what I was doing. So I learned to just be okay with it being a kind of mid game. Um, And then it blew up uh, when it went free to play and just crazy feeling to see the views just go through the roof on old videos that I had posted like a year ago, sometimes where they, they had like four or 500 K. So they, you know, they were as big as you could get in rocket league, basically. Like no one had a million views on anything. And all of a sudden they were shooting up to like four or 5 million views because it was my old stuff, but people were playing rocket league. So having going through that and then now it's back to, now it's basically back to the level it was before then. Almost exactly. I have like 4 million views a month. It's like basically what I was right before I went free to play. Um, so I'm in the same situation. So I have to just feel like it's the same thing all over again. You know, Get, you got to hang in there and enjoy what you're doing. And if, if you'd need the views and for a moment, like I thought maybe I would need to stop. Like if the views are really what I need, I need a million views on the, every video I post. Then I'm just gonna have to change like to something that's a, more broad topic. Um, But if I don't need that and I'm actually making a good living, which I am, and I'm enjoying the rock league stuff, then it's honestly awesome that we've had a game this stable for seven years like that. That's actually really rare. So I think it's learning just to be happy where you are. You know, you're always wanting something bigger and better, but it's, it's learning like, how can I look for the, look for other things, but also, you know, keep pushing for like making the game better or like maybe, maybe, looking at other topics or seeing how far you can take, um, you know, content creation in the game you're in, like how how far can you push the boundaries? Like, just keep it going. Like um, I thought I was, I thought I was out of ideas in 2018. That's insane. I thought I was completely done. And I've had like a million ideas since then because I just had, I was forced to, I was like, I'm in this game. So I got to come up with ways to be creative. And then, you know, sometimes like better videos come out of constraints like that. So my philosophy is like, I need to be, happy where i can look for other possibilities if they come my way uh you know if, if there's something that's more enjoyable than rocket league that comes up then i'm definitely going to do it like i was ready to quit like basically two months ago so at any time this could change but for cool. now I'm just i'm happy in rocket league i'm happy so where- to the-
2: for the future as well I guess. Can you see it turning around until I guess you know everyone's spamming Unreal Engine <laughs> 5 or Rocket League 2? Is that just are we sort of just in limbo now? Do you see a possibility of the esport doing something crazy to elevate the game itself or is it just going to have to take I guess the next game which might be a couple of years or however long away?
1: Yeah, I've seen some posts recently about how it's like it's really difficult or it's not even really a solution to have UE5 and like how they can do creative mode and some of the other stuff I want in this current game. So I don't know what to think now. So I think that would be awesome and I think that will be that would be another like free-to-play moment i think the game would go insane if they released a big update like that like the kids would come back and like everyone people ride hype trains <laughs> on the internet like, the kids people that just what go, they go on what's they just go on what's popular so the yeah, thing is, you're right. they're, they're, we don't even need the kids to come back all
3: the kids that like join and left for, for free to play like there's a whole new batch of kids since yeah that's how that the world works it's getting the new audience
1: constantly you're totally right it's Getting the new more.
2: audience. We're such a it's unique a game art. as well, yeah. Like it's not, it's not like every FPS. So when yeah. it feels like no other game's going to come out that's going to be oh similar to Rocket League, that everyone's going to jump to. It'll be the yeah. next Rocket League because of how unique it is, which helps.
1: Yeah, it does exactly. So I know if there is a sequel or whatever, like yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be actually absolutely rolling in views again. It's gonna be awesome, but <laughs> I can't, I can't count on that. Yeah, so right. like, I have to be happy where I am because I can't count on that. And if I get tired of Rocket League before that happens, I will absolutely quit. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be miserable creating content in a game just waiting for more views at all. So I'll, you know, if if my views get so low where I like don't want to it anymore, but it's pretty, you know, it's pretty stable where it is. If it gets so low where I'm like really not getting anything out of it
0: damn that would suck to have a dead youtube channel where the views are really low and you're not getting anything out of it but we're gonna actually go to our next part here this is like a quick fire question thing that we do with a lot of our patrons we got some just to finish yeah yeah we got some uh patron subscribers on here they're big fans of the Chotcast, so be sure to check it out if you guys have not already but we do have a couple questions for you and you know quick answer you can go into in depth if you want to but uh feel free quick question are you going to the major yes
1: what are there? What, what
0: Ruan's kind of at the major. I'm at the major. Let's okay. go. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> if Ruan it's one has no fans, then I will, will the be major. dead.
1: That's going to be crazy.
0: It is. You're going to have a... You're, you're just going to... I don't know. You're going to lose your so mind. You're going to be so invested. I yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You're going to care so much about the games it's and nobody else's.
3: You're going to be like, oh, <laughs> Tomless, Ruan's not playing Do you know who they play right 1? Do you know who they play right 1?
1: Yeah. No. It's like upper... Oh, it's Sam number one. Yeah, Sam
3: won, which is decided this weekend, I believe. So Sam Maybe is I'll watch big, It's related like, to my team. It was, so the the Sam like standings are really, really close. Uh just like an NA. Uh, EU is like, you know, pretty much decided. Uh, completely yeah. no scenarios but yeah crew ninjas and pajamas and team secret are all like in shooting this it's pretty much ninjas pajamas or crew winner of that plays rule one <laughs>
1: yeah. i think we can beat yeah. all those teams. i'm not worried didn't about. you us, actually like... didn't you
3: literally beat like team secret in a like little tournament before yeah before that Lost was kind Ninja, of a, sure?
1: yeah that was like a no stakes i yeah. they, everyone was like oh man they beat us like i guess we shouldn't even play or so like people were actually <laughs> memeing it and i was like all right well we still won so uh, yeah, it really doesn't mean anything.
3: Yeah, but anyway, weekend, you find out who real one play.
1: Yes, no, but having a team also kind of ruined uh, RLCS for me in other ways because I'm like, <laughs> Dude, I don't care about this team. <laughs> like,
0: <I care> about <laughs> you, team. you only want to watch one team. It's actually crazy how it yeah, you're it. gonna you're yeah. gonna be so bored at the major until real one plays. You'll be like, oh my god, nobody bothered like, me. Nobody talked to me. I'll be like, when is real <laughs> one play? Where's so real all right, that anyway. question was from Maine. This question comes from Josh. Do, does Rule 1 have any plans outside of Rocket League Esports, or are they just planning on staying in Rocket League? We do have other plans. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Can we get a little, can we get, can we get a little has... more? A little bit more of an inside scoop? <laughs> uh,
1: actually, by the way, we actually have a fighter. Oh, you have a fighter? Oh, he's,
3: have actually, he's a badass. A real-life fighter?
1: And Civic was like, dude, our fighter's playing. <laughs> and it was no. pay-per-view I paid like what was it 12, 12 bucks or something actually super entertaining it was like not quite UFC it was like the league below that but it was really high production really great crowd and our dude like broke the other dude's face like there was blood all over <laughs> oh my God. it was the best show it was the best fight to watch as a first for, like my first experience because it was <laughs> oh like God. he just had a cut like it was like in his head but he was fine he was just bleeding everywhere. So it was this fight. There was just like blood. I Bro, was like, Holy I just want you to know. Without context, this oh, sounds right. insane. It what does. Yes.
0: It sounds like He's a selling this really
1: well. It was just MMA. It was just MMA. But there was blood. I was like, 'What? The yeah, <laughs> you're that's like, what happens.' You're like, just, it
0: was the best experience. Like, this guy was getting his face
1: beat in. He was bleeding everywhere. It was crazy. Our <laughs> guy broke the other dude's face, <laughs> like, uh? and he won. <laughs>
3: I hope they put it back anyway. together afterwards, though, because like obviously during the fight, that's what they want to do. But then you know,
1: yeah, get they, well yeah. soon and all that. <laughs> it was a small cut; it was just bleeding a lot because it was right like here. And so yeah, they mm. they fixed him up, but he was fine. It was just very wow. I was like, oh, <laughs> this happened every time. <laughs> that's it. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's definitely. Uh, it's basically, it's basically like up to in civic what he wants to do, pretty much. So and he has lots of
0: interests. So yes fair, fair enough uh this one comes from caleb I'm actually i'm really curious about this one from uh, from your end what do you think about pineapple on pizza
1: i don't get it that much but i like it i almost never
0: get it you think like, you I think it's all right like if it's there and there's not yeah, really right. any other options you'll have it but yeah that's yeah, the that's same same thoughts same thoughts as it's mine a great
1: good good i'm glad I'll you're enlightened you. i see that as an enlightened viewpoint because i mean a sweet is a is a good flavor with some of
0: the savory things of pizza. A good yeah, combo. like yeah, I'll never, I'll never order it myself. I'm confused when people right. will order it, but if it's there, I'll take a bite, I'll of a slice, you know. Yeah, That's what a we do. yeah. Why are we so emotional about it? That's I don't right. know. What like, the, everyone's I so defensive what
3: about even, it. Why is it? What's the controversy with pineapple pizza? The, the, good the, question. Like, Wait. Disgraceful attempts at pizzas. I've You're seen. Not a real I mean, you pie. guys eat. Like, it
1: doesn't belong uh, on pizza.
2: I,
0: I honestly,
3: I like, seen, I do not a controversy. Don't eat I've it.
0: I've seen the pizzas that Stumpy eats. Now that's a disgrace. He He's like Brussels sprouts dipped in cranberry sauce. I'm not even kidding. I was like mind blown when I saw that. On no, I, the, I thought he had some good I, pizzas he posted. No, that
3: pizza he posted, it did didn't look that like, uh, it didn't look the greatest, but I have nothing, no problem with the ingredients. I'm, I'm cool with it.
0: Brussels but, like, it sprouts dipped in cranberry sauce. Come on, Johnny. Uh, yeah. I don't
3: even know. Get this. I don't even like Brussels sprouts. I'm pretty sure Brussels sprouts are one of those foods that some people Brussels have like, a, pretty a, good. a taste bud that you don't like. You just will taste Something different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that like Isn't it one of those?
1: Yeah, air fried or with That's some for, olive oil. For
3: me, they they taste like very very bitter. But like some good. people they're sweet. They are so good. I would still try it though because I think that sounds interesting. Uh you No, know, put, like, uh, like put some like sugar interesting on. Interesting food. If you
2: boil Brussels sprouts, they're terrible. Like, but if Awful, you yeah, like air fry Brussels
3: something. air fry Brussels sprouts. Cooked, I'm, so I'm right. all for trying new things. That sounds that sounds fine to me. I don't have a problem with it, but. It's it's these like ridiculous like I wouldn't put it on mass a mass amounts of toppings pizzas that I have a problem I don't I don't see the point of like you know, covering your pizza with a million toppings.
1: I'm it actually is, in agreement with you oh, on that. Much. Like Linell's from the East Coast, and like out, like New York style pizza, you do not put anything on that but cheese. It's dough, cheese, maybe a basil leaf. That's it. On pepperoni, oh, maybe. <laughs> I I like pepperoni, but she's
2: she's it's, a crazy purist
1: about it, man. It's
0: plain, it's just plain it's plain but it's if it's delicious good, though, like if, done if right the
3: base ingredients are actually good you don't need anything more to hide them like i mean some people yeah. are like if it's, if it's if that's plain it's probably because the bread is bad or the dough is bad the cheese is bad like the you yep. know, sauce is bad like you're just hiding it with like ingredients that actually that you, that you like but Facts. It, it should a basic pizza should taste amazing because yes, if it's it done properly if
1: made with fresh ingredients sure. And like made right in front of you in a 600 degree mm-hmm. oven. Like yeah, It's going to be good. It's going to be yes. good. Like fresh and you don't need any exactly. Anything. Now from Pizza Hut, if it's coming in a cardboard box, I mean, <laughs> put some sausage on there. Put some pepperoni on there.
3: Hide that. Yep. Hide yeah, Hide that shit. <laughs> Hide it. <laughs> yeah. Hide it. <laughs>
0: uh, um, I actually, yeah. Okay. So there's one more question here. It comes from uh, right. Rizzo. Yeah. Rizzo in our Patreon. He actually asked, what's your favorite dish? What's your favorite food, Sunless?
2: Ooh.
1: Damn. What is my favorite food? Wow. God, I hate that my answer is pizza, but I think just a, <laughs> a pizza, a good pizza. Is just it's, not a answer, it's not a bad answer, though. It's not answer. a bad answer. I'm not ashamed of it. I am actually oh, a bad answer. I want more, but no, the pizza, pizza's my favorite food, 100%.
0: I don't, I, I don't even know why I'm thinking about it that long. It's pizza. Pizza is pretty good. it's on top. Yeah, I can't go wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> unless you guys it. have any other food-related questions, I think we're about to wrap this one up. We've covered, We've covered all, the all the food, I think.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> covered some of this kitchen. we still covered some of this con. It's um, yeah. been a pleasure having you, mate. Oh. Uh, uh, Oh, sorry. I'm Ooh, sorry. It's on. just
0: a good question. What are your toppings on a pizza? Is it just cheese and basil or like you that have a preference is a good on something
3: question, else? I'm exactly
1: pizza. We need to know. I just like a pepperoni on it.
0: <laughs> I'm a big pepperoni guy.
1: I like, I like, so the other thing about food is I'm very visual with food. I'm very influenced by what I see. So, mm-hmm. like, just the classic image of a pepperoni pizza dipping with, dripping with cheese.
0: Oh, yeah. And you know, what's you like best? it like
2: sliding it's, off? Is like. When, oh, yeah.
0: When those pepper- when those pepperonis are crisp, you know what I mean. They're crisp, but they're, they're holding cr- little tiny pools of oil. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting! Exactly, so gross.
1: Disgusting. Dip
0: your napkin in it just to get some extra grease off. But that's when you know it's yep. delicious. <laughs> all right, that's yeah, it. crispy
1: pepperoni is, is. You're right on
0: that. It, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk everything Rocket League food and content with you, Sunless. So, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great.
1: Thank you for having me. And good
3: luck to Real One well at the Major. Thank you. Not plastic. I'm
0: not plastic. No, <laughs> but thank you, thank you, you everybody it. for watching Chalkcast episode number 42. If you missed any part of it, it's going to be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll tweet it out uh, sometime tomorrow of when those episodes go live. Be sure to join the Chalkcast Discord. You can see a link in chat or the description if you guys want to join. Follow Chalkcast on Twitter. Follow SunlessCon, Follow CJ and Johnny Boy, my co-hosts. And we hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for watching we listening. Bye. 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 Peace.